This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. It is a Friday here in Pittsburgh, and, well, all kinds of stuff happening. All sorts of stuff. Around the league. Uh, it, it, it's almost like as the world turns here, every every five minutes something different is happening, and um, at least from a Steelers perspective. Uh, kind of calm for the calm, yeah, everybody you know, else at the For moment. the Titans, too. Right, strangely enough. Yeah. Um, fun game last night. You know, we got COVID news popping left and right. There's talk of moving games even at the, as we record this. Let's, which, let's, let's go down that rabbit hole. Yeah. I am not in favor of moving games at this late this late in the season. Okay. Because the NFL at the beginning... All the buys are gone. Yeah, all right. the buys are gone. The NFL came out at the beginning of the season and said, we will not move games this year. Right, right, right. Honestly, That's what they said. Discussed. Yeah, it's been discussed. There, there'll be no movement of games. We've given you an expanded roster. Mm-hmm. We've given you ability, the ability to sign guys immediately and do all this stuff. This isn't new anymore. Yeah. You all know what you're getting into, right? And, and oh, by the way, you know this this Omicron uh, variant of, of mm-hmm. COVID um, doesn't look nearly as virulent as yeah, the yeah. as the previous. Um, and then they changed the rules. Put if you were the Chiefs and the Chargers last night. Okay. The NFL comes out in the afternoon and says, "Hey, we're going to change the rules here. <laughs> if you have a if you have a test, um, you know, and you and you test negative uh, the next day, uh, you can play." Well, that was too late. For those let's guys, say, right. let's save Chris Jones. I would say Chris Jones, who had been, who, it was a big, a major part of, you know, he's your best defensive player. He's the, yeah, right. he's the Chiefs' best defensive player. Let's say he tested negative yesterday. Sorry, sorry. No, those rules aren't like you got to keep work everything. They for thirty teams, but not you two. You got to right. keep everything on equal ground for every team. Yes, hundred percent. A couple things to unpeel there is first of all, I had a problem with the movings of the games last year. Absolutely, and, and not just because it was the Steelers. This is not something new. Yeah, right. I mean, not just because it was the Steelers, but the Steelers got the short end of the stick. Kind of got screwed out of a bye. Playing on weird days of the they week. They played. They've already played a couple of games without Ben Roethlisberger in the last. Yeah. Two right, years. Right. They played without Minka Fitzpatrick. I mean, they've dealt with this, and you just move on. You just play. Yeah. Um, the two teams that got that weren't applicable last night, I do think those rule changes are good, though. I mean, it, it sounds like they're not as, you know, one, one clean test, great. Right. Good. Okay, that makes sense. Obviously, the league is pushing these players to get vaccinated, too, because if you're not vaccinated, no doubt. you know. Yeah, you're and that's automatically been, out. Yeah, yeah, and it still boggles my mind that more aren't, but whatever, that's up to them. Um, as for this week, I'm going to steal your words. The Raiders are the ones really getting the short end of the stick. Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. Because of the, the travel. And, you know, they, they got to leave. They're going to play in like any minute. <laughs> you know what right. I mean? You know, what do you, they could have practiced today. They could have had a practice. Right. They, you know, the guys are, are getting ready to make a trip. So, they, they you know, they do everything. Again, right now in, in Vegas, it's noon. Yeah, we're recording this two Eastern, by the way. You know, they're, so. they're they're probably getting ready to get on the plane, so they had a practice early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden, you say, "Well, no, we're gonna we're gonna push the game back till Tuesday." So you send all them home as opposed to doing football stuff and right. working, and you know, right? And how do you handle tomorrow and all those type of things? Hey, I feel for the Browns and Washington and all that. I mean, it's it's a shame. All the all the complaining about this has come out of Cleveland, right? The Rams in Washington 
have just as many, if not more, players on the COVID list than, than the, the Browns do. But the Browns are right. the only team complaining about it. Oh, by the way, J.C. Treader, who's the NFLPA president, plays for He's the Browns. Brown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a conflict conflict of interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm I, sorry. I mean, I understand these are big games. There's jobs at stake. There's playoff spots at stake. But we kind of knew what we were getting into. I mean, last year was new material, was new ground. Such is life, you know. I mean, we're going to adapt on the fly. This this isn't what I planned on talking about, but I, I still think having two bye weeks is the best thing for this league. Absolutely, because then you don't have short weeks on Thursdays to begin with, and have you know if you want to talk about player safety, would give you a little more flexibility when bad things happen scheduling wise. Maybe not this late in the year, not going to have a second bye, you know, week seventeen, but that would be helpful too, and that's not built into the, the process. Um, I don't know. I, I don't have a lot. It, it, it just strikes me as like one of the arguments that, that I saw by, uh, by Baker Mayfield put out there. This is about player safety. Okay, mm-hmm. Baker, tell me this then. Yeah. You play next Saturday too. Oh, they on Saturday back-to-back? Because they, they play Christmas Day. Yeah, okay. So how is it beneficial for your guys to play on Tuesday if the game gets moved to Tuesday? Right. And right. then go turn around and play on Saturday. Yeah, a long week. Now, sure, you get healthy, but how's it going to be on the back end yeah. of this thing? You know, play like, the you play the game. I think you play the game. If you have enough, if you have enough players, and they do, you play mm-hmm. the football game. Yeah, I mean, I feel for Cleveland and Washington, and absolutely. I mean, Washington and Philly are sort of battling for a playoff spot. Directly. The Rams are the Rams are playing like obviously, you know, if the mm-hmm. Rams lose on on Sunday, all the momentum that they gained by beating Arizona last week. Yeah, out the window. Out the window, and because of COVID. And but you knew this was a possibility. Yeah, you know, that's the thing is you, you started this season. You, you you got on the roller coaster, knowing even if I throw up, I'm still gonna finish the roller coaster. I mean, you're on the ride. You're you're, you're here. And the the Washington Philly thing's interesting to me because they play this week, then there's one in between, and they play again next week. It's a crucial, crucial stretch. But you can't be altering plans you know right. i mean you got to play it out again and, the raiders are getting on a plane here mm-hmm. i mean no one cares about that baltimore might not have their quarterback because he hurt his ankle i don't think it's much right. different you know what i yeah. mean uh, frankly yes yeah, it's, it's it really is no different than if if the flu went through somebody's building and you didn't have seven or eight guys available and that's happened many times in Abs- nfl past without you know, a right? doubt and you, and you had seven other guys that were out with injuries you mm-hmm. know the steelers the steelers played their playoff game what year was it 76 with Reggie Harrison at running back. Oh right, right, you know, right. Because Frankie and Rocky, Rocky were hurt. Franco and Rocky were hurt. Right, like little, you just play. Little, can't we postpone this a couple of weeks? No. Yeah, because yeah, if you move this, what happens if it happens in the playoffs? Oh, it might. You're going to move a playoff game? Right. I mean, you can't. You right. can't, you can't. I don't set think you can move precedent. any of them. You can't set that precedent. No, I think it's. I think it'd be the wrong decision, frankly. So, I don't know. I mean, maybe even during this broadcast, we'll find out if there is a decision, but. Um, I, I think you're the thing that one ever takes into account is kind of like we talked about earlier and what, how, how it affected the Steelers last year is how do I prep for this game and I have no skin in the game except for I'm going to go play it I, I mean it, if I got to alter my practice schedule or get on a plane and then land and come back home or something crazy, yeah. are like the Raiders that sitting or, on the runway right now? Yeah, just, just saying, you know, right, waiting, right. and then all of a sudden the, the league comes out today. By the way, you're not going to play until no, Tuesday, okay? Or, and then you get off. The, like, no, that doesn't right. Or that if, costs while you're money in the too. air, they call you back and like, oh, they, there's more COVID tests. Clowny was today. I mean, yeah. they're, they're, and as you guys, as you mentioned before, it doesn't mean that the brownies are going to be 
a lot healthier on Monday or Tuesday. Not only that, but they could get six or seven guys back tomorrow. We yeah, don't know. Yeah, 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 right. Especially the new rules. Right. Yeah, you know, we don't know who's vaccinated and who isn't, and all that kind of stuff. So uh, to me, it's know. to me, it's a non-starter. I think you just leave it as it is. You know, and I I, I don't know if, if where was the NFLPA on this last year? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I didn't hear I didn't hear them banging the table on mm-hmm. this. We can't play these games safe. Like yeah. It just strikes me as somewhat self-serving. There's also a bunch of fans that don't have millions of dollars that can change things at a whim that are making, you know, they, they got tickets and they're going to go to this game, but they can't go on Tuesday. They or arrived in Cleveland in today. LA they're they're or, getting you know, to Cleveland right. today for to go for the, to this game. Right, right. You know? Like, hey, I got a life here, too. I mean, I yeah. can't just call my office and say I'm not going to be here maybe until Wednesday or, you know. I mean, <laughs> I'm going to stay in I mean, Cleveland. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. I'm just going to drop everything. Yeah, I, I, I'm just not a fan of it. Uh, no, I'm not either. Uh, play the game. Yeah. You have enough players, play the game. And no, they yeah. have enough players. Right. And the, the rosters were expanded, and they've prepped for this. And it, I don't know, the Broncos played a game without a quarterback last year. Right. <laughs> no one seemed to weep for that. It's, it's also ironic that this is happening potentially to the Raiders. If you remember the Raiders last year, went into a, they, they had a whole week where they didn't have their entire offensive line. Oh right, right, right. And then nobody they, they got a couple that. of those guys back on Saturday, the day before the game, and they and a, and a couple of them played. Not all of them, but a couple mm-hmm. of them. But they played the game. They played the game, right? And I don't think either one of us is saying this because the Browns being hit so hard by COVID. I think we've both been very consistent on this. We didn't right. like it last year when they moved the Steelers games around. I don't like it this year. I don't like no. moving games. No, I mean I think it. Really hurts the Raiders, and the Eagles-Washington game, to me, is the more pressing one because those two are division rivals fighting for one spot. Yeah. You know, and they play I mean, the Seahawks-Rams is a big deal. Yeah, yeah. People don't seem to be talking about the Rams, but they should be. I mean, yeah. they got a ton of them, too. They have so, Odell and big-name guys. Yeah. Right. You know, so I, I just, I don't, I'm not in favor of it. I, if, they, if they do it, I think it's a huge mistake. I think it opens a can of worms because you said you weren't going to That's move. That's the thing. Them. Right, right, right. No matter what. That no was the what. that was the edict that came down at the beginning of the season. We're not going to do what we did last year. We're not going to move games. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden you move a game. And I keep getting blurbs on my phone. They're in active discussions as we speak. You know, are they going to do it or not? I bet they do. It wouldn't surprise think, me. Yeah, it's just my hunch. I think I bet they do. But again... I, we know money rules the day. What are the TV people on Saturday going to say when they're like, oh, you're going to give me a Tuesday at 4 o'clock game? Thanks a lot. Yeah, you know, thanks. As opposed Great. to everyone sitting awesome. on their couch, you yeah. know, holiday season, watching Brownies Raiders. With no college football. That's why they have the right, Saturday right, games right, 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 right now, because there's no college fo- football to, to, to fight mm-hmm. with here. Yeah, exactly. you got a lot of eyeballs on those games. Mm-hmm. If, you know, And then this, the sponsors, I bought spots on that game. Yes. You're not giving, yes. you know, like, then now the TV, you know, television has to start paying money back to the sponsors or giving them other spots somewhere else. Yeah. And, and so that's, nobody's happy, right? Yeah, nobody's happy. Um, do you want to talk big picture analytics, go for it? Let's do it. Okay, because that's been a big topic after Huge topic last after last night's game. Um, for those who didn't watch... The Chargers are a very young coach, analytically driven team. Went for it five times on fourth down. They got four of them. Two Hindsight of them. today, or two of them, I'm two sorry. Them. Right, right. If they had gotten four of them, nobody's talking <laughs> nobody's about it. Nobody's talking about a genius salius. Um, clearly, and there's some Monday morning quarterback going on here. If they kick field goals and they go through the uprights, the Chargers probably win that game. It doesn't go to overtime. They're, so be it. I got a couple takes on it. First of all, I think people know I'm into analytics. I think it's a very, very useful tool. 
and I'm going to probably steal your thunder here a little bit, that no mathematician can tell you if your field goal kicker has a bad hamstring or if it's a windy day or if your left guard and center can't block Aaron Donald or your quarterback's off that day. I mean, or just you don't have a play the human on your sleeve. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you don't have the right play on fourth and five that you think can convert. And I also bugs me that everyone always just says, well, take the three. Well, it, the ball doesn't always go in the uprights. You know, I mean, it, it's not always a sure thing. But one of my favorite aspects of this, just to bring it back to the Steelers, is what Coach Tomlin said after the Ravens game. It's like, if you know that the opponent is married to analytics, well, they're easier to play against because they're predictable now. you got the book on them. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Everyone knows the book. Some follow it, some don't. You're not sneaky. So if you know the Ravens chargers are going to go for it on fourth down, you play third down like it's second down. You know, you right. call different defenses. Right. You know, you, you you know what the opponent's going to do because they do it every time. And so what I'm curious about is, okay, going forward on fourth down by the numbers, not the human element, was smart analytically three years ago, four years ago, when not everyone in the world knew you were doing it. But now that I know that you know that I know that you know, I'm curious this summer when the analytics folks go back and have a year's worth more of data with everyone on the same page, maybe they'll say, hmm, that has changed. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's almost like, you know, back in 2015, 2016, when the Steelers were going for a lot of two-point conversions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So defensively, um, when you prepped to play the Steelers, you probably worked on a lot of two-point defense. I would imagine. More yeah. than you do we need, higher we percentage. We need to work on our short yardage, you know, goal line type sure, defense sure. stuff. And so you prep for it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's the, the element of surprise is gone. It's gone. Right, right, right. The, the Chargers are now 15 of 26 on fourth downs this year. Okay. Okay, so that's 57%. That's great. That sounds good. But you turned the football over 11 times at the same spot. You had you possessed it. That's what I was about to say. Missed field goals. You cost yourself forty plus yards of field position. Yes, uh, without question. Or three points, whatever it may be. It's not a fifty. It's not if oh you're over fifty percent. It's a good call, because the consequences are bad. Right. I mean, losing a fourth down or missing a field goal is exactly the same as a turnover. <laughs> you know, like it's funny. I just started looking at the Chiefs this morning. The Chiefs after that game. The Chiefs' turnover ratio is zero. They've missed as many field goals as they've made this year. So, stay zero. But they're plus 11 on fourth down conversions now. That stuff matters. I mean, so really, they're a plus 11 turnover team, even though everyone's going to say, oh, they're even. You know, they're making up for you know where they were bad early in the year. The other thing oh, is, really. Yeah, yeah, the other thing is disingenuous about it is when people talk about, oh, he's trusting his offense. I don't like that either, right. Because that tells me then he doesn't. He either doesn't trust his defense <laughs> right. it's, it's or he doesn't, trust his, he doesn't trust his offense to get down there again. Right, 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 right. It I mean, works exactly. both ways. Yeah. I you mean, know, if you kick the field, uh, opening drive, they get down there, it's fourth and goal from the two. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you kick the field goal there to take a 3 nothing lead – he goes for it. He's, he's saying out of the gate, "Well, we don't think that we can hold the we don't think we can hold the Chiefs the entire game. Mm -hmm. We right. don't think our defense is good enough. We don't we think we're going to get into an offensive shootout, which the game was not. But it really wasn't right until 100%. until late in the game. 
The other thing, if he's going to live by the book of analytics, the analytics say that when you scored to go up 20 to 13 with, before you kick the extra point, yes. you go for two. You go for two. Then, early right. in the fourth quarter, you're already up seven. Yeah, he missed that eight one. Doesn't make a, eight doesn't make a, a big a difference as nine does. Nine's two scores. Nine's two scores. Right, right, right. You need another possession. Possessions are what the whole key... It's all about possessions, and when right. it comes down to it, is if I lose on, lose on fourth down, I am handing the football to the opponent. You only get 11 or 12 of them per game. It's like an extra inning of at-bats. The Chargers you know? didn't punt. They made a big deal of this one. Uh, the Chargers making their first punt on late, their last possession yeah, in yeah. regulation. That's when they punted. They never touched the ball again. Oh, right, right. They punted and boom. It they never, punted. They, so they punted again. once, but they turned the football over on downs three times. Three times. And they and they threw an interception. Mm-hmm. Those are the same as turnovers. Yep. It, again, I, I'm all for being more aggressive than the old school coaches on fourth down. Yeah. But not black and white, yes or no, going into the game and not deciding it. And you know, remember when the Ravens lost to Derrick Henry in two or three playoffs se- seasons ago, and. Lamar set the record for most ever yards by yeah. a human being. and They went they, for it a whole bunch of times. They went for it a whole bunch of times, and I think they went for it like five times and got one of them or zero of them. Right. That's why they lost. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Everyone right. wants to blame. Uh, they don't have a passing game. They can't win in this league. Well, not when you hand the ball to the other team five times at midfield or wherever. Sometimes you know it's I mean? better to play field position. Right, right. And, and that's the human element of the game. Are you throwing the ball to Jared Cook on fourth down, mm-hmm. which – Quite frankly, he's a 50-50 proposition about whether he's going to, get, going to catch it or not. Right, right. Do you Are you throwing the ball to, 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 to Donald Parham and all of a sudden he's going to bang his head on the – on the? Okay. You know, it's the human element of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You know? It's different to me. On it's, Madden, when they catch the ball, <laughs> sure. you know that this – I throw the ball to this guy and he catches it every single time. There's no wind. And, you know, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, or, fine. Hey, you got something clicking – they can't stop Jerome Bettis on fourth and one to save their life. I'm going to do it on my own two yard line. Actually, they lost a bag. fumble too. That was one of their other, you know. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I just don't think that the answer is you're right or you're wrong. And I've been very critical of Tomlin over the years, and he's one of the most conservatives on fourth down. I think he could be more aggressive. I'm not going to take back what I said, but he is less predictable. You know, I mean, again, right. if I know that guy's going for it on every fourth down that isn't crazy, fourth and 12 or deep in your own end, I'm going to play him differently on third. Yeah. You know, you know it's it, coming. It, it makes a huge difference. It does. You know. And there's yeah. a lot more data now, and everybody knows now. It's not like, boy, this analytically driven team's so far ahead of everybody else. <laughs> the Jags know, too, and they, even though they, you know, this isn't secrets. If you and I know, that every team knows. Yeah. So... Uh, looking at that Chargers team, they're now eight and six. They've got the Texans, the Broncos, and Raiders coming up. They're going to the playoffs. They're going to the playoffs. Chiefs are going to win division, Chargers but they're going to be a wild card. They're going to be a wild because card because of that yeah. loss last night. If they yeah. win that game, well, then they're in it. They're probably the, probably yeah. win the division. Yep. Chiefs are strong. We'll talk a lot of Chiefs next week. I mean, they've won seven in a row. Um, I came away from that game feeling better about both teams than I did going into the game. I thought Mahomes played better, but didn't look like Mahomes. Chiefs D was a letdown. But Chargers that, ran on them. Yeah, a, a lot. lot. Almost 200 yards. Almost 200 yards in that game. Herbert was very And it impressive. wasn't Herbert running it like it was the Steelers. No, no. It was just old <laughs> It was school. legit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Running down their throat. Without your star left tackle, your star rookie left Right. Their later. offensive line was all banged up. Yeah. And, yeah, Chris Jones was out. But still, Chiefs D, to me, wasn't all that impressive at all. No. But I think both those teams are good. And they're both going to the postseason. Yeah, they're both, uh, they're both in. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, we'll talk a little bit more here about the uh, – I don't even know if we if we should go over all the games this week as we Half usually do. Half of them do. are hard to talk about. We, yeah, we don't they know. Really we are. don't know what's going to happen, but we'll, we will, and we'll talk about the Steelers game. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll do that when we come back. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We'll get the injury report as well uh, as soon as they come out. Uh, we have some ideas about uh, who's in, who's out mm-hmm. uh, with the Titans. Uh, still waiting on the Steelers' uh, final injury report. I have some ideas there, too. But sure. Can't really say it until, <laughs> Keep that quiet until they make it official. But uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back with more right after this.